Little they actually recently put out a 21 year and i reached out to one of their brand ambassadors i was like uh-huh and he's like no <laughs> so, <laughs> and he's like not yet he put it nicely i'll say that yeah well but, uh, maybe it's because all you said in the email was uh-huh <laughs> welcome once again to chill filtered the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to but you probably should and you probably are and that's why we like you it's going to be a great episode today. We're drinking a whiskey today that we have wanted to drink on the podcast for a long time, uh, over a year easily. Um, but before we get into that whiskey, before we get into any history or how we're doing or anything like that, here's one way to support us. I mentioned this recently. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, it just means a lot to us. We've seen uh, you know, the, the subscription amount or whatever you call it, the uh, subscriber amount uh, go up lately. We love that. Uh, we're nowhere near where we want to be, uh, which is fine. We, you know, we'll get there one day. Uh, but if you want to subscribe to us, that would mean a lot to us. So that's the business for this week. Here's the podcast. Brian, I'm interested in two things uh, very strongly, but you don't have to talk about them. But I'm interested in one, how chickpeas doing, and two, how your New Year's plans went. Yeah, Let me know. chickpea is doing well. So we actually uh, heard the heartbeat for the first mm. time. Uh, we had a checkup um, nice. a couple days ago. Uh, yep, and so we got to They're hear so the... fast those kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to hear the heartbeat. Um, so that, that That's was fun. exciting. You know, made it even feel a little more real. Um, yeah. I think uh, we'll get another ultrasound next time maybe like in a month or so i think we'll do an ultrasound again so you know it's feeling more and more real by the day yeah no scares no issues there's scares and issues along the way sometimes i I mean heck i'm grateful to god that that gray is doing great because she was like the doctors weren't even sugarcoating coating it they were just like this is worrisome like and so we got yeah, a baby and, and she is so cute, man. But go on, go on. That was a that was a weight gain thing, right? Yeah, she just was growing super slow. She wasn't mm. not growing, but she wasn't growing at a at a decent rate. And she like yeah. dropped off the charts in terms of like weight. So we're yeah. like, uh, but she's doing great. She's eating. She ate carrots yesterday, pureed, of course. But yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh yeah. Um Sam is uh uh, we we keep expecting her to be gaining weight, gaining weight. Uh-huh. She's not really gaining weight. I was Heather, and, the, and well, so the the nurse at the appointment, she was like, "Well, I bet. I mean, sometimes people will be eating a lot more healthy than yeah, like, for their kids' you know, sake, making better choices." And yeah. we're like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I mean, Sam's been eating like way healthier than she'd mm-hmm. normally eat. So I guess you know, in theory, if she wasn't yeah. pregnant, she'd She's be like losing weight." Yeah, 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 like she'd mm-hmm. be losing weight probably because she's mm-hmm. eating a lot better. So it, it's holding steady. We're waiting to see if you know it starts to take off now. Now that she's in the second mm-hmm. trimester and everything, is she showing yet? Uh, yeah, 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 she's uh, she's showing. Not like uh, nice. she's not to the. Yeah. I'm obviously pregnant showing yet, mm-hmm. but uh, but you know if you know her, you're like mm, you weren't uh, you weren't that that big. Uh, <laughs> I, I Heather. <laughs> Heather from behind, even like eight months pregnant, you could not tell Heather was pregnant from behind. And I was like, woman, you need to take advantage of this time and eat. And she was like, no, you know, she was kind of like trying to eat healthy and trying not to be obviously pregnant. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, this is a baby. You need to, you need to give that baby nutrients like pizza and stuff. So, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, the the one thing she hasn't had any crazy cravings or anything. Mm-hmm. She hasn't she hasn't done anything crazy yet. Uh, <laughs> no, no real like, you know, pregnancy brain things or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh but lately um she has been asking for cheeseburgers a lot more. Nice. Like uh-huh. she never craves a cheeseburger, <laughs> but uh like in the last like month or so, there have been at least 3 times where she's like I really wow. want a burger and I'm like, "Yes, cuz I nice. love." Yeah. Like Five Guys is my favorite mm-hmm. i love five if guys if five guys wasn't like 30 bucks for a burger i would be all about it yeah well, it's that's uh, just me it's worth it to me man i will pay that for oh, five yeah. guys have whatever it's it is it's actually been a while i haven't gotten it in a while but um i put together what, what's uh, your favorite phoenix burger otherwise though like ooh. you know you know i mean just five guys is really the the only oh, yeah. one that comes to mind there's no nice. um i don't think i've hit up many uh you've been to like cold beer and cheeseburgers or something oh like that. yeah yeah i mean that's good too um yeah. I, I i do really like it um mm-hmm. but uh really I, I don't seek out like independent tiny burger shops i do love food and i love trying weird places but uh, mm-hmm. i can't remember the last time yeah i think there's a place called like chuck box on the asu campus okay. or something like nice. that does that sound familiar sounds legit it was good, um, but mm-hmm. anyway, I haven't been in like eight years, so I don't remember mm-hmm. what it's like. But that's funny. Um, yeah, I'm a sucker for uh, being able to mobile order somewhere and just walk in nice. and grab it really quick. <laughs> that's good and bad. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong though; I am pretty adventurous with like trying random places and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I fall on the comforts pretty frequently too. What about pizza? Are you the same way with pizza? Oh, yeah. uh, you, like I, you'll go to like like a chain place more often because of the easy oh, okay. uh, not What's so much phoenix pizza so yeah overall favorite phoenix pizza is venezia's venezia's yeah or... heck yeah they have the best dude i think i could have handled their challenge with a friend we should go there next time i'm in town you know they have that yeah. like extra large challenge you don't want to do that with me <laughs> yeah. i uh i'm i have sometimes... an unending stomach right here i eat like a bird man i'll eat That's i'll funny. eat uh i'll eat you know one slice and i'll be like really? oh okay i'm done <laughs> really i wish man dude i've lost yeah. like 18 pounds in the past few weeks oh yeah like the past two months and dude we I literally ordered a pizza today and tried a piece and i was like and then i'll maybe after the recording see if i want it more but if it weren't if it were if i were left to my own devices and no limitations I would finish a large pizza of Marco's pizza, which was what we got. Yeah. And not even place. feel bad about it. Like I, I just never regret eating things. And so yeah. that's my problem is that I can just eat and not feel bad about it. Even, even like physically, I just don't feel bad. Even after eating Taco Bell and stuff like that, don't feel yeah. bad. All right. So if you were going to be in a hot dog eating contest, um, how, and you were like you were prepped accordingly if mm-hmm. if you didn't hadn't eaten in six hours or whatever's yeah. best for you how many hot dogs do you think you could put down at least 10 probably oh yeah yeah and, uh, and like we're talking you know like small with bun, the bun just the dog yeah. like mm-hmm. like the standard if, like, if it's a good dog, dog like it it sometimes it comes down to like is it a tasty dog i can't eat things that i don't enjoy yeah. uh like well, but you know just, this yeah, is this is purely down you are cramming hot dogs in your yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Did uh, I, I mean, do you remember the story about how I, uh, at my prior company or my company, I started at, uh, I can't say it. I just literally spoke, spoke it out. I worked at Allstate for a while and yeah. they have a, or they did have a competitive eating competition. 
Oh my god! And gosh. they did Krispy Kreme within a few months of when I started. Do you know how many I got in five minutes? Yeah, or no, six guess. minutes. Six minutes. Six minutes. Mm-hmm. Donuts per second. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with thirty-two. Oh wow! No, I wish. Um, <laughs> I was still, still reeling were... on the ten hot dog deal. Jeez, yeah, yeah. I no, I, I mean, if there were no time limit, I could probably eat ten hot dogs. Um, but I did fifteen in six minutes. Um, nice. And one for my location for the company. Um, and uh, so, um, yeah, did really well. And nice. um, but yeah, that's my thing. Is like, and then I, I did feel like. You know, I don't want to barf, but like I within five minutes of that being done, I was like, I feel good. Like I could eat another hot. I mean, I could eat another Krispy Kreme right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. I uh, I think yeah. uh, I could probably eat. I don't think I could finish a fourth hot dog, like mm-hmm. standard hot dog eating competition, like probably like really? three, and, three and a half. And I'd just be like, oh, I can't. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> bragging no Mostly bragging rights curse. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i've eaten things like when i was in high school i was on the swim team so i like actually lost the calories too yeah i went to burger king and they had the bk quad stacker with cheese which oh represented God. four layers of cheese bacon burger bacon. and then you know reiterated four times yeah um and i put down three of those in one sitting yeah oh my god they just and i was hungry and i ate a, a snickers bar after that and um Jeez. yeah so that's like my problem is like i got this huge stomach and i still got the swimmer's stomach but i don't have the swimmer's you know um calorie burning calorie burning so yeah if i had three of those four stack burgers i don't think yeah. i could finish that in a day yeah, literally, yeah. and that you wouldn't would be, eat for a week, probably. Yeah. yeah, that'd be more than I could eat in a day. That's so funny. That's yeah. so, well, so how tall are you? We've met, six but four. you're probably about yeah. six. Yeah. Oh, you're taller than me. Okay. Oh yeah. How tall are you? I'm like six three ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. but, um, well, that's so funny. Like all the hosts of this podcast have been easily over six two, which is nice. six two and a half is ninety fifth percentile. What is the oh, probability? Because yeah. Adam was like six four, six five, and he was tall, dude. And then wow. Robbie was like six three, and then I'm six two and a half, six three, and then yeah. you're six four, dude. That is gotta be. I could, do, I could run that probability easily. Tall yeah. girl dad, yeah, gotta be. straight yeah. up, yeah. So, um, <laughs> there's just there's just like if one of us quits one day, you know who to go to next. The tall girl dad. So, yep. Um, <laughs> but uh. That's not in the books, but anyway, um, what was I saying? Uh, you're you, so okay. How much you weigh? That's oh four. yeah, yeah. How much you weigh? Uh, no, it's okay. Uh, I'm uh, I'm like two seventeen right now. Two okay. two fifteen. Yeah. Okay. That's so funny because like I yeah I'm like six three ish. Yeah. And my goal weight is one eighty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And like my happy, like very happy with myself goal weight is one seventy five. And you don't okay. look bad at all for uh, for for what two seventeen or whatever. Yeah, I um, uh, I wear it well. Yeah, no, that's perfect. But I, I like <laughs> so my problem is when I put on weight, it goes just to my stomach and maybe uh, a little bit to my cheeks and stuff. But maybe you could tell a difference. Sometimes I look at old thumbnails and I'm like, I lost a little weight, Cole. 
Um, <laughs> but you look good, dude. Like I think, uh, I think one eighty or so. Uh, that was like absolute prime for me. I think really? at one point mm-hmm. I was like one eighty five. Uh, and, uh, and I like, I can't even believe I was ever that skinny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I think like, you know, if I were to try hard, if I were to Mm -hmm. be like, okay, I really want to get into shape. I really want to try really hard. I would be super happy with myself if I was like 200 to 205. If I was like really close to 200, I'd be like, heck yeah, I did it. This is awesome. I, this is probably the the best shape I'll be in for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. But, um, for the last yeah. couple of, for the last couple of years, I've just been hovering two fifteen to two twenty kind of. I mean, and you're probably when I'd get well in shape for like a vacation, yeah. I'd be like mm-hmm. two twelve, maybe I'd dip down a okay. little bit. But uh I mean I I don't I don't work out too much. I, I don't great. really I don't really watch what I eat too much. Yeah, I, yeah. I just my quantity <laughs> you just don't eat too much. <laughs> yeah, my quantity is yeah. usually very low. That's so uh funny to me. it's kind of nice. Like I don't know, I don't really watch what I eat at all. And uh, I just always stay right around 215. So that's my that's my the funny thing. Uh, my high my high score of all time was two hundred point six uh, of all okay. time. You were that's so funny you, though. You weighed yeah. in over the 200 mark and you were like, that's it. I got it. No, literally, literally. I was like, well, what, what really happened was like next week I am dieting, but this week I don't care. Yeah. And so I let, let myself go to 200.6. And then I was yeah. like, all right, good, good, uh, you know, tier there to say, all right, time to bring it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's the hard thing is like, if I weren't like, cause like I look at you and I'm like, you're pretty well distributed. Like, you know, it's, it's like all fine but when i put on like and when i get to 200.6 it is like my belly is just it like and i do not look fat like like no no, let me rephrase that i look like a skinny guy with a big belly that's it Uh, like and i've always you look at my arm i'm a skinny guy yeah um like you look at my legs i'm a skinny guy it's a beer gut and no matter if if it's beer or not like it just goes right to the belly And then I look, I feel like when I look in the mirror, I like, I'm like, dude, that belly, if it weren't for that belly, I wouldn't even care how it looked. Like (laughs) I would just, and, and, and heck I could go to 210 and probably be fine. But that belly just sticks out, man. So anyway, that's me. (laughs) So, so yeah, you talked about chickpea. She's Oh yeah. yeah. And I'd been, I'd been putting together some furniture too. We, uh, we got a crib and a dresser. You put it all together uh, already. Uh, I got the uh, crib done. I still need to nice. do the dresser. Such we had a, a man thing. I know building this so good. I literally um, have Beck's crib right next to me in oh, this nice. room. It's taken apart. Yeah, uh, we're gonna put it on Craigslist or something. But uh, yeah. it is it is so cool to do that. Yeah, yeah. I um we had a weird run around with the company. They the like the dresser the original dresser they sent us had three broken pieces that were like what the main like <laughs> top the put main your top child in that crack yeah and then the two sides oh, had funny. like crazy scratches on them and they were like okay well since like the three largest pieces are broken we'll just send you just a whole new one the whole thing yeah. so they sent us another one and that one checked out okay okay good um there's one piece actually i think we're gonna ask but but it's just one piece well. now we're down to one piece and it was busted on both boxes yeah on both of them yeah or else you just replace yeah 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 um and then the bed they sent us the wrong color or sorry the uh, yeah the crib they sent us the wrong color and come on actually who's this company i know and then um 
we were supposed to get this like other little additional piece, but instead they sent us two of the wrong thing. It was what? Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Was this we online to... purchase or in yeah, store? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it was Sam was very particular about the style yeah. and color of crib and everything that she wanted. So she found it at you this one be. place. And we, you know, we vetted them a little bit. And it looked like it was gonna be okay. It's always yeah. a little bit of a risk. It wasn't totally. like a major company or anything, but I don't know. Their the customer service is good so far. Though. That's good. So you'll, I, I think it is a joy to be honest, if I were to say, um, women nesting is kind of fun to watch. Uh, if you've ever heard the term, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like nesting and like, and like making everything like special for the baby. Like we don't think about it as much, but women, like it's like a hormone, like it just kicks in and they're like, I must nest. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. It's uh, it's kind of cool. And it's like very and you got to you got to like encourage it. You, I'm sure you are aware, but you got to just be like, all right, I'm here for it. You know, like, yeah. let's let's make it. Uh, I'm not going to call any of these shots, but yeah. I do have opinions here and there. But like, I'm going to let you do this. So, yeah, for sure. We've been um, organizing a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and in the, the room we want to be the nursery is where I have all my whiskey on the floor. So oh, it's nice. the whiskey slash chickpeas room. It's, nice. it's whiskey. It's chickpeas whiskey room, really. I love it. Um, but what, like, all my whiskey is in the floor over there because um, mm. a, a while back I noticed my pantry shelves were bowing. Oh wow! And I was yeah, like, I yeah, I'm not gonna wait for this to break. I'm just gonna yeah. take everything off. And so we ended up doing a remodel on our pantry, and then now actually. Mm. we've signed to get some extensions on our cabinets so nice. that they just continue on down the wall into the dining room. That's cool. Uh, so we'll have a nice little like kind of bar thing, uh, mm. cabinet bar countertop situation with like For some the upper other cabinets with a glass door and some shelves mm. and stuff. So I'll be able to uh, house all my bottles there and hopefully nice. someday that'll be a backdrop say goodbye yeah. to the cats everyone right. the uh that 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 could be my my nice backdrop for the podcast yeah. someday so Suck we'll it, cats <laughs> so, uh, they'll find yeah what about you what you been room. up to last uh last week or so not too much um yeah we got back from uh colorado but we we mentioned that last episode mm -hmm. um so things would be good works works kicking back up and 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 having uh, a little more busyness which is good i like being busy at work and then um let's see otherwise yeah love and life uh i'll just say this because actually we've gone long already and i don't have much to say about but i will say gray the younger of my two daughters has been exceptionally cute lately <laughs> like i will i will just i'm not the type of dad like i am a little bit i'm a little bit of the dad that will look up pictures of my kids just to like find joy in the day uh, but lately I've been looking up pictures of gray and she is just so happy and it's so <laughs> cute. Nice. And, um, she's just all smiles. All like, if you look at her and you're like, hi, she's like, and she'll stick out <laughs> her tongue and just be like, hi, like, it's just nice. so cute. So anyway, I am a proud dad of two girls and it shows this week. Nice. So that's what's been up with me. I bought. Okay. So check this out for gray. I, I purchased my sixth individual um bottle of jack daniels barrel proof rye from that was that was uh bottled in 2023 yeah um i finished my set of six i technically have eight bottles at home 
but two are from the same batch and one is opened. So that means nice. I have six that are uh, unique. Yeah. And so I will set those now aside. Today was the day I got the sixth. I'm nice. going to set those aside for one day when she's a 21 or older and decides what to do with them herself. But I wanted to, you know, give her a fun gift when she turns 21 of 2023 bottles, which is the year she was born uh, of something special. So yeah, I decided that. Yeah. Pick up anything else while you're at the store? No, but um, they haven't done a drop in a while. They used to do drops like on the weekly or at least yeah. every other week. And they don't just do drops anymore. So I don't know what's happening. Mm. Maybe the, uh, I, the big whiskey uh, drop time of year is over. Maybe <laughs> I, I I just really want to drop, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Itching your arms like, and everything. Yeah, <laughs> Give me the drop, man. Like, I heard you guys got a drop. Um, but uh <laughs> that's that yeah so i'll figure out when they do it it's it's been so infrequent over the past two or three months that people just stopped caring like and they're just yeah. like i don't even know what's gonna happen anymore yeah but i have a feeling like maybe this week maybe next week they'll just be like drop and uh and then everyone will get what they want so do they still do those out. like super random where it's like boom right now they should at a, at so so they um they still theoretically do that. Yeah. But uh, it just hasn't happened in like a month and a half. I think oh, it okay. happened once in December, but it wasn't anywhere near me. Like all the other stores and like, like even Richmond didn't get many. Uh, and I live near Richmond. Uh, and they were like, and then they did the the planned ones. They did two planned ones over the past two months or two or three months. And uh, but then, yeah, there was like one or two randomized drops but they used to be like like i said like you used to be on your toes with those things like you used to be like yeah any moment i gotta check my phone <laughs> to see if it's a drop yeah yeah so i will figure it out so um anything else before we uh, get into the history nope i've definitely talked long enough <laughs> no it's all good it's all good so we'll uh we'll be right back listeners and we'll get into the history of glenn grant and glenn grant 18 so we'll be right back and we're back uh some quick notes to get to just wanted to give two shout outs and a thank you a shout out to the two peeps that helped me have a bottle and a backup bottle of this great pour that we're drinking today first is marco and az uh, it was a groomsman gift from his wedding. And then there's Ben Klepsig. It was like within a week or two. Both of them got it. And Ben helped me score a bottle from the Midwest. I believe it was from Binnie's uh, from like nice. Illinois or something like that. Uh, shout Binnie's out to all. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like the Midwest, uh, especially like Chicago area. Like, yeah. Place to go. Uh, shout out to all that participated in the 2023 Secret Sampler. And we're keeping the name uh, because it's a great name. Uh, be ready for it to become even bigger next Christmas. So uh, thanks also to all who viewed the first episode of the reentry buzz, uh, where we drank a uh, uh, unnamed uh, whiskey and we competed me and Brian for uh, who could be the best uh, uh, blind sampler or blind taster or whatever. Uh, so we're completely open to feedback though. If you have anything that you think could make it better, please let us know, uh, hit us up on Instagram or, uh, reach out to us at chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. We're all ears. Uh, so we're drinking today. Glenn Grant 18. 
This is our third episode on a Glenn Grant product. And technically, we even did a drink along with a Glenn Grant product as well once. And um, that was the Alexander Murray and Company. That was the Glenn Grant 23 year that we tried as a uh, Patreon peeps. Yeah, that's right. If you're on Patreon, you get nice things like samples of Glenn Grant 23 year from Alexander Murray and Company. You just spurred my memory on something. Mm-hmm. I think with all the secret sampler and crazy Christmas time stuff going mm-hmm. on, I think we forgot to say an extra special thank you to our newest, maybe newest. That's Patreon. right. Yeah. David Lipinski. We love you, David. And yeah. I'm prepping for his uh, drink along samples to be couriered out to him soon. I actually worked on that today. So, so David, we appreciate you, David. And then a big shout out to Tim and Sarah Murray, who were joining us on the, um, on the most recent drink along Tim, not only, uh, uh, you know, helped everyone by, um, you know, not helped everyone. Tim did great in getting his FCAS uh, designation, which is FCAS, which is fellow of the casualty actuarial society. Dude's a pro. Uh, not only that, him and his wife up their uh, uh, tier on Patreon to the Stemless Glen Karen tier. So we really appreciate that, Tim and Sarah. You guys are ballers. So keep the baller attitude going, and you're now much more beautiful as uh, time goes by. Never thought it was possible, but photos. somehow. Somehow. Even more. Somehow. Shout out to Sean Ciaro who took great photos of the last year. And he is a very, very um, beautiful Patreon member as well. So anyway, that's what we got for this week. All right. We we also, okay, so check it out. Uh, episode 69. Nice. We did Glenn nice. Grant uh, 16. Um, and on episode 230, we did Glenn Grant 15, Batch Proof, first edition. Uh, so it's been a while, over a year since the last episode, but we'll cover some more ground in the history today. We've talked in the past about Jim Murray, tall, slender stills, and even purifiers on different episodes. Uh, but today we're going to talk about a little bit about the Grant clan. Wow. I just had a burp for like, and knowing me, I'd never burp. Uh, <laughs> like I actually like have a condition where i like can't burp so that oh, was that's cool. right yeah yeah i was looking up this glenn grant batch proof though so uh-huh. it, was it a hundred yeah. proof uh let's see i'll tell you right now it is uh where is this yeah 100 proof hmm. cool and it won in i'll get to it later but it won uh 2021 uh jim murray gave this the scotch of the year wow yeah so let's get into it Okay, so the history is a little meandering. Not meandering. There's probably a better word. But someone on on our reviews will be like, so meandering. Shut up. Anyway, (laughs) that's what I think. Thank you for your feedback. We love your feedback. We may or may not incorporate it. Exactly. Um, If if you don't want meandering, we're not your podcast, though. Yeah, right. Did you listen to the first 15 minutes? Exactly. (laughs) Did you make it this far? Anyway. so, uh, okay, so this one's pretty interesting. We got, uh, I did a lot of research for this episode, more than I normally do. And most of it is either too much to discuss in one episode or potentially too removed from the typical whiskey history. 
Uh, but let me just say this. As I was looking into the Glenn or the Grant clan, um, Scottish clan history is bananas. Uh, crazy stuff going on in Scotland for centuries. And I was reading stuff about like revolts and clan wars and even last clan revolt of, of Scottish history. Well, basically, like after Parliament and all that stuff was like established in England, like people are still doing clan revolts. Anyway, Dang. I was reading about armies doing drinking like stupid amounts of whiskey at, on nice. their nights off. I was drinking about mobs armed with nothing but barrel staves. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> just so Scotland. Am I right? Yeah, right. So anyway, it was crazy. And to be honest, I knew barely. I knew I like barely scratched the surface in terms of like Scotland history. Uh, and I'm going to have to spend some time watching Scottish history videos because it was intense. Have you ever seen Braveheart? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've never seen Braveheart, and I got to watch it now. It's long, I think. But oh, is uh, it? But yeah, it's I'm good in. though. I'll make yeah, it it's work. worth it. Anyway, centuries after Braveheart, which was based in the late 13th century, uh, in 1820, a guy named James Grant of the Clan Grant uh, helped lead the Raid on Elgin, uh, which represented the last clan revolt of Scotland. Uh, and I won't even get into that for now, like the actual Elgin Raid or whatever. But Elgin after is, uh, Elgin is where. Um... Oh my gosh, Mr. Found North Extraordinaire, man, that I just, I'm the worst. Uh, Nick Taylor? Me. Nick Taylor, thank you. Um, yeah, Nick was talking about Elgin. Uh, he, was, really? he was talking about the Alexander Murray um, gift oh, shop. Or? Wait, are you talking about uh, Nick Taylor or are you talking about um, Carl Schoen? Oh, you know, I don't remember. It's so many interview episodes back because to back. Because Carl was working with Jim. No, but also uh, Nick Taylor worked in Scotland for a while. I'm, and I said it wrong earlier. I'm I'm quite sure it was Nick Taylor. It, it was the okay. Gordon McPhail. Gordon McPhail oh, yeah, yeah. retail mm. place. And he no, mentioned the Druthy, Druthy Cobbler. Uh, that I got it saved in here in case I ever oh, go. That's Apparently cool. that's that's where you're supposed to go. Uh, that's super cool. I wonder where uh, Jim Murray lives in Scotland. Because I know he's mm. Scottish. I think. Pretty darn sure. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, Elgin, after leading the raid on Elgin, James and his brother, John eventually started a distillery. And although there were many old distilleries, uh, that were older than Glen Grant, uh, which started in 1840, they applied for their license in 1839, got it in 1840. I looked around the surrounding area and there's a lot of things going on there. Like Dufftown is not too far from there. Uh, just a general spay region of the Speyside uh, region of Scotland. Uh, Glen Grant is one of the older ones there, which was cool. Uh, some of the ones I saw that started well after were Abelor, Glen Roths, Balvenie. Mortlock was one of the only ones that was not too far from the whiskey, but it was founded a few years before Glen Grant. Um, anyway, years later, and this is uh, one day. Okay, Brian, Brian. One day we're going to go out to Scotland and we're going to oh, tour yeah. some stinking distilleries and I'm we're no going to talk to Glenn Grant and all those. I mean, dude, it's going to be amazing. We're going to talk to Glenn from Glenn yeah. Grant. Yeah, Mr. this doesn't Glenn even himself. have to happen. Yeah, we'll tell you like, listen, Glenn, we got a question for you. <laughs> um, but uh, and then we'll invite some of our listeners uh, looking at you, Ben and Miles. Um, 
So anyway, um, what was I saying? So yeah, we're going to go out there and we're going to have some fun. And it doesn't even need to happen before I put a McAllen 18 up my butt. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot we yeah. were still on track for that. But yeah. that'll make it make, that'll make it easier uh, yeah. once we get to that point. Uh, years later, John Grant, James's brother's nephew, James Grant, another James Grant, but he was known not only as James, but the major. Uh, so the major Grant. And he did well with the distillery years after they had passed, uh, refining processes and even introducing Glen Grant Distillery to their signature tall, slender, still concept, uh, which they're known for to this day. They're not the only ones, but they're known for it for sure. After the major died in 1931 and since then, in 1946, a boy named Dennis Malcolm was born on distillery grounds. Uh, since then, he's become the master distiller. He's an OBE uh, like Richard Patterson, which we mentioned in a prior episode, but got his most excellent order of the British Empire from the Queen six years before Richard Patterson did. Dang. So this guy's a baller, too. Anyway, dude's a pro at Scotch. Uh, what's his name? Dennis Malcolm. Three years ago, he celebrated what's called the Diamond Year. Uh, as they say, his 60th year working at Glen Grant. Wow. So what we're drinking today is the 18-year expression from Glen Grant Distillery. Uh, this is a scotch and a single malt. And so 100% malted barley and all made within the same distillery, Glen Grant. Uh, 18 years age, of course. Speyside of the Highland region. Not all Highlands are Speyside, but all Speysides are, are Highlands. Didn't know that. Um, yep. Yeah, it's kind of like Speysides are known to be fed from the the River Spey. Mm -hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that, Miles Ferguson, but I'm pretty darn sure. Like, like for example, Glen Morangy is not off the River Spey, but it is a Highland Scotch. Um, gotcha. So that's a good example. Um. Yeah, where did I leave off? Okay, so yeah, space not use not known for using peat, and so I'm taking a conjecture here. There's conjecture the word, like a, a guess. Is that a is like a guess conjecture? Got nothing for you. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm taking a stab in the dark here, but uh, Glen Grant was also one of the first distilleries known to use electricity. So my guess is they were one of the first ones to use electricity to halt the malting process as well. So some some distillers were using peat to halt the malting process. Some were using charcoal, but I have a feeling Glenn Grant got the electricity involved and like heated up like an oven room, just like an oven. Um, could you imagine baking bread with peat? That's just a whole nother story. But anyway, no. I want to try it one day. Uh, yeah, um, I do too. But... <laughs> that'd be crazy. It's like the uh, the maker's mark. They're like, well, let's bake bread and figure out a recipe. Well, yeah, I'm right. Try it with Pete in Scotland. Anyway, <laughs> that would be a messy bread. Oh my yeah. goodness, it's black. Um. Anyway, gives me an idea. Yeah, that maybe they were using that. So in 2020, get this. In so okay, this is a big deal. And like, your opinion on Jim Murray may be good or bad. But in 2020, for the fifth year in a row, Jim Murray gave this, what we're drinking today, the scotch of the year. Wow. Five years in a row. And then get this. In 2021, he gave this Glenn Grant expression, the 15-year, the 
um, the the scotch of the year. So he is Dang. hopefully not getting paid by Glenn Grant, but he is loving on Glenn Grant, which is a big deal for five years in a row or six years in a row, technically Glenn Grant to win the scotch of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, 86 proof. So nothing too crazy. Let's crack it. I got a cork. Let's pop it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to do this because I've, I've had this before. But um, weak. It was a little weak, but it is only like an eight yeah. or maybe like a cork. Right. You're going to get a low tone cork pop off something mm-hmm. with uh, not that much liquid in there. So you were talking about a cork pop the other day or that yeah. happened? Oh, oh, uh, no, maybe you shouldn't mention that. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we, we won't mention that, but you're right that I was next story. <laughs> Definitely did talk about that. Yeah, that's funny. I was, so there was a few things you were like, we should talk about that on the podcast. And I was like, was that one of them? And I'm like, no, 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 it was anyway, not. Ask, Apologies, ask listeners. Brian on his own, if you want to. Yeah, in a non-public forum. Exactly. Somewhere that can't be tracked. <laughs> Oh man, great nose on this. So what Glenn Grant is known for is um very refreshing, very uh light and um fruity, uh not typically very oily or um or too much dried fruit as opposed to like basically it comes down to the purifier and the tall slender stills. It's like more, the more uh, volatile vapors that make it through and the less non-volatile vapors that make it through. Usually you're getting a more refreshing, fruitier, uh, cleaner whiskey. Yeah. Uh, Very sugary, fruity nose. Um, Mm. Very um, fruit candy nose. Um, I think like I would have thought I always say irish whiskeys are very fruity Mm -hmm. totally bright bright fruit very Mm -hmm. very some light color fruit um this just this is not like irish at all though i i feel like i've made that comparison in the past but absolutely not going to do it with this there's something different about this that is making it way sweeter in a sugary way with the fruit notes and the interesting thing between irish whiskey and um scotch is that normally scotch normally scotch is uh a single malt so it means 100 percent malted barley on the other hand some um irishes are known for single pot still which might incorporate some um unmalted barley but the different the biggest difference that i find is that most irishes not all but most irishes are triple distilled which in turn also means some of the the more volatile vapors are making it through because of the extra distillation um but then if you take out if you do a if you do a double distill with tall slender stills you're getting a different product but still refreshing and crisp uh which is cool the differences here yeah yeah um i am getting a particular candy now and that candy is twizzlers uh i can see that too i'm getting fruity but it's also got this creamy creamy thing going on with the nose so creamy sugary fruity um that i can convince myself as twizzlers so are you talking about strawberry twizzlers or cherry twizzlers strawberry for sure actually okay i definitely get more the cherry oh yeah cherry in general a or a little bit of both yeah. no like cherry twizzlers more so but just it's a little bit of both though um this is um 
Yeah, the proof shows, like, what, what my thought is, you know, I haven't had this in a, a few months, but uh, my thought is that the proof is low, but the flavor is there, uh, and the refreshing, you know, uh, ability is there. So, yeah, I'm getting, I wouldn't say it's apples, but definitely pears uh, mixed with that, like, strawberry, cherry, Twizzler note um, on the nose, at least. Yeah. I just sipped and um, mm -hmm. on the palate, I was expecting it to be more fruity <clears throat> from the nose. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But um, it has a very like, it's not the closest I can come right now is brininess. It's mm -hmm. got this kind of um, I can see that. I can see that. bitterness that is kind of grounding it in a earthy way. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm getting a little bit of fruit, but kind of like an overripe pineapple fruit. Or an underripe, potentially. Oh, I like that. Like with acidity yeah. and yeah, tartness. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, it's not too sweet yet, but it, it does have a nice sweetness to it. Almost, yeah, I could see it being both, to be honest, where it's like the sweetness of an overripe and like the mellow sweetness of an overripe pineapple, but yeah. a little bit of the front um it's potential bitterness i don't see it too much as bitter but i could see it being like that the flavor of more so the underripe pineapple i'm getting bubblegum on the nose now <laughs> so on the palate i was getting i was getting those twizzlers notes uh i do get their briny note which i really love with the mixture of it uh, but I also got like a almost like an underripe apricot too, like not a mushy one, but almost like a um, underripe, you know, like a, obviously, um, but not too stone fruity. Almost just that front flavor of like a, a too hard apricot or a peach or something like that. Yeah, you know, people people typically mention iodine. Mm -hmm. Is it with spacides? Oh, uh, yeah, it, typically. They call it like medicinal in an iodine kind of way. That oh, I'm sorry, not space sides. Typically, you get that in uh, Isla's. Isla, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I um, I was going to ask you to kind of like explain that because I'm not sure I know what an iodine I don't think so either. is. But, but like some people get like Band-Aid, which isn't always iodine for from what I can imagine. But like, like the, Adam used to get Band-Aids from the plasticky kind of mm -hmm. smell. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Okay. I imagine so at least. Yeah. I am getting a light saltiness, a light, a light brine on this. It's kind of, it, it makes it interesting for sure. I'm not mm. sure that I personally like it very much, but um, it makes it stand out for sure. Like I'm going to remember that, that I'm going to remember what this tastes like and it's not just going to get lost in the noise. So one of my biggest thoughts concerning um, Glengrin 18 was, I think, and the funny thing is I never had them lapse each other, the uh, Glengrin 16 that we had versus the Glengrin 18, but I think I loved the 16 more than I think I loved the 18. I don't know okay. what it is, uh, but the other one was like, much more uh it took out a little bit of that brininess which i don't mind the brininess but it brought a lot more light fruit uh from mm. the 16 year so if anyone's out there and sees a 16 year glenn grant i'm interested is that not uh, because i would love to try an offering 
Well, Miles Ferguson got me one from Scotland proper. Um, so um, that was awesome. One of the best gifts ever, man. Um, people give good gifts, man. Right. But anyway. Um, yeah, I was curious if uh, the 16 had a different cask maturation or different ABV. Yeah. Or... Usually they're going for like ex-bourbon on these typically. Um, nothing. They, they, they not they don't not use that to my recollection they don't they don't i guess they they do sometimes i believe use some like sherry but they are not going for a sherry finished or like a strong sherry kind of flavor usually yeah. what you get from glen grant is like very um like the scotch is what you're getting like you're i mean like with ex bourbon you're usually getting like the scotch it doesn't impart too much on the the whiskey itself as opposed to like sherry or port or cognac or something like that. Or, yeah. Or even new charred oak. Like those, like I feel like the least, the least impact is from X bourbon. Uh, yeah. Already used bourbon. So um, I'm going to add some water real quick. On the finish, now that it's been a while, I haven't sipped in a while. Um, I think I'm tasting like butterscotch. Ooh, that's yeah. one of my favorite notes of all time. <laughs> Seriously, though, like if you can get butterscotch on anything, I'm a I'm a fan. Is there Heck, a particular that was, uh, whiskey that sticks out in your mind that was butterscotch? Uh, two. Uh, there was the first uh Blanton straight from the barrel I ever had. Hashtag or not hashtag. Shout out to uh Caleb Olson who who also hashtag Caleb Olson hashtag the Bourbon Badger. Uh, oh, but yeah. also at the bourbon badger. Um, and then uh have you ever had East Taylor seasoned wood? No. Mind blowing. Like that's I'm that's sure. my favorite whiskey of all time. Is yeah. uh, East Taylor seasoned wood. One other one that I got slightly on was um John Hughes uh sent out a one fifteen barrel of the single oak project, and I got nice butterscotch on that one too. Nice. Yeah, dude, it was so good. <laughs> so good. That's like my thing is like, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. No, but I mostly hope that. <laughs> good night, um, everybody. Yeah, good night. Um, I hope that one day something will be as good at, like, that's the thing with whiskey. It's like, will any, like, special editions, will anything ever be as good as E.H. Taylor season would? I hope so. Right. Um, but that's the fear is like, what if no one ever outdoes that? And it's like not the worst thing in the world, but I think about that sometimes. I'm like, what if I'll never have that again? That's really the thought that's going through my mind. It's not like, what if no one outdoes it? It's more like, what if I'll never be able to try something like that ever again? So Yeah. I'm not sure I've hit that with any particular bottle yet. I'm not sure mm. I've uh, oh my I've had anything that was like... I wish I could share that with you. <laughs> not sure we, I've had anything that's like, I worry that I might not mm. ever, ever again. It's like, I don't know. Most of the stuff I've had that's been like the best I've ever had is like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. And that was this year's version. And maybe I'll, yeah. maybe next year's is pretty good too or whatever. What do you think secondary is for season wood? Four grand, five grand. I think it's actually around three. Oh man, yeah. I might like if I had no, if I got a bonus it, that man. were three grand. Like, dude, don't I it, might. 
think of your no, kids. That's what I've been having to do lately. No, I'll just take from their 529 account. <laughs> and no. pay pe- taxes and a penalty on it. Yeah. Don't do it, man. Let's pull out five grand and pay for uh, uh, each Taylor season one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, funny, um, I've been seeing a lot of uh, hubbub lately of mm-hmm. people trying to sell con- concert tickets, trade concert mm-hmm. tickets, and... Um, other other kinds of event tickets yeah, yeah. for whiskey people are what like, the like taylor Anybody? swift for yeah well so actually the latest was uh, like an olivia rodrigo um, wow. concert ticket and uh, apparently the olivia rodrigo trades were priced higher value than the taylor swift tickets wow. even. Crazy. Oh, good for her yeah right it's those teenage girls they'll spend any or their parents will spend anything oh i know right yeah because that's what yeah the guy was like hey anybody with a teenage daughter that wants to see olivia rodrigo yeah yeah it's not <laughs> uh, well actually robbie was lauding um olivia rodrigo himself he was like yeah i've listened to it with amara and he's like but she actually has some really good stuff so yeah yeah I've, i definitely like to a few things there. good yeah yeah course i i I wouldn't be allowed back in this house if i didn't also like taylor swift so that's nice that's mandatory for for me over here for the rap fam sam gets uh, you know how tiktok whatever you spend time on they will push Mm -hmm. more of that to you if you spend a little too much time on something that's all you Mm -hmm. see Um, oh so you like taylor swift (laughs) sam well the funny thing is sam particularly Mm -hmm. sam has gotten tiktoks particularly around little baby girls dancing to taylor swift uh and like that's there so was funny. one so you like baby one in girls particular... dancing to taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> that's like what what tiktok's saying to sam and she's like uh a little i guess well we're gonna send you a lot more of that no but go yeah, on. yeah yo dog we heard you like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah yeah um it was like there was one she and she sends them all to me of course there was one that uh that was like some oh yeah the you know how she did the eras tour thing in theaters yeah uh and so it was like mom and daughter like walking out of the theater and the daughter's like bawling and she's oh. like tell, tell the camera why you're crying and she's like it's over and she's like you want to see it again and she's like yeah oh that's cute <laughs> yeah she made a killing on that i know right oh good for her she's from pennsylvania oh I'm yeah i'm from oh, pennsylvania yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Oh wow! You could have known Taylor Swift. Yeah, I could have been the next Taylor Swift, but I decided to go to college and not pursue my musical career. Uh, like for wait for real though? Did you? Were you? No, no, no. okay, okay. You never had an interest in music. No, I I mean I played cello. No, not in that way. Never like yeah. I mean, I when I was played cello and could do a falsetto, but that's about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, and then when you did the falsetto and cello at the same time, you know that's Mm -hmm. what made it. So yeah, they didn't let you into the musical colleges. Yeah, Yeah. they're like, please don't uh, ever talk to us. When I was going to college, I uh, I definitely (laughs) like had to make the choice. I was like, oh, do I do I want to study music or do I want to be an engineer? And I was like, well, one of those makes money. (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like the um i don't know but i actually had i was second chair cello in high school uh but i wasn't i wasn't second chair worthy to be honest i just really jived well with the first chair and he went to juilliard and um and here i am going to james madison university (laughs) the uh first chair trombonist yeah uh first, first chair trombone at my 
high school. He ended up at Juilliard uh, too. Yeah, wow. he's legit. He's like, oh yeah, did he turn out legit after Juilliard? I actually have no idea. <laughs> Ooh, that's the question. It's like Juilliard's nice and all that, but yeah, so yeah, Brett, if you're out of, there listening, <laughs> yeah, Peter, if you're out there, I want to know how you're doing. If you're yeah. working as a cellist, yeah. <laughs> Um, water, water drop notes. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. No more meandering. Yeah. Um, pepper with the brain. No, well, not no fruit, but way less fruit. Same amount of brine, but now a little bit of pepperiness too. On the palate? On the palate. Uh, nose didn't really change much. I, yeah, I I'm the I'm same with the nose. Nose didn't really change much at all. Palate. I got a little bit more fruit. A little less briny, no pepper oh. personally, um, but I might enjoy this a little more. I feel like I've let it go too long and like kind of just let it sit, but it's good stuff. All right, ice time. Digging for my ice here in my mug. I only have a smidge here. My... uh I think the Glen Grant 18 was one of the couple that um, leaked a little bit. Oh, rough. So only a smidge got, of whiskey, not a smidge of ice. Got a got about a one huh. sipper on the ice here. Well, one thing I'll say, even off the bat, no palate, no nose, no nothing. It is weirdly colder in my hand. Actually, mine's warm. No, no, yeah, mine's colder too. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if you like actually like quantify it and all that, like, or even just, I don't know. I don't know science. Yeah. It's almost as if it's, it's crazy. Attempting science to reach crazy. a new equilibrium temperature. Yeah. yeah. Science be crazy like that. Uh, actually, still very good with ice. I've never had Glenn Grant 18 with ice yet, and this is pretty good. Uh, lots of sugar notes. Um, hardly any brininess or it's almost as if like the brininess is the 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 briny notes when they're cold turn into like sugary notes for me not as much fruit either it's almost just like it's a neutral sugar like a vanilla kind of neutral sugar so i'm so happy you said that because i was ready to say it when you were done talking um because i i randomly got this one note oh man i'm still getting it vanilla icing yeah 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 but not in, in, in almost like a bright fruity way vanilla icing uh not in like a too dense or anything like that way yeah. i really like this um did the fruit change for you or is it still that kind of like apricot pineapple light pineapple because i was i was hardly getting any fruit anymore it's it's definitely muted on the fruit i'm still getting a little bit of the underripe pineapple but the vanilla is showing up really interestingly. Yeah. I like it. I don't know if I like it more than the meat, though. This was going to be a, this was a decisive pour for me. Um, I think they have two left at Total Wine Santan mm -hmm. <clears throat> at my close Total Wine. Is it worth 155? Nah, I'm not gonna go yeah. get one. I was um I was tempted. I was almost like mm -hmm. excited to is like yeah. going into this. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm gonna go buy a bottle after this. And then now I'm like, eh, nah, maybe not. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, I'd spend 150 ish 
to get the 16 year again um given someone finds it uh so that i can put it up against the 18 year and and figure out if i truly do love it more than the 18 year but i have a feeling i will um yeah it was such a good bottle so do you have do you still have a full unopened Glengrain 18 or are you on your last? I do. Yeah. No, oh, this, wow. I, this is uh, the dregs of bottle one. Ah, right cool. So. And so, uh, oh yeah, that's right. I remember from the low cork pop mm-hmm. uh, box and all. It came with a blue box, right? Yep. Both of them yeah. had a box. Yep. Fancy mm-hmm. looking. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I will say, uh-huh. I think 155 is, it is priced right. Uh, I would say I, so too. I don't think uh, like I'm not going to go buy this just because I personally like thought that this was just fine. This, mm-hmm. this didn't um, hit uh, things that I want for my own collection. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think 155 is totally fair. I think, I mean, mm-hmm. Glenn Grant 18 an 18 year thing, you know, you could, there are 18 year products all across the board. You could, yeah, they could, they could have had this at 300 to 325, like, yep. and, and from knowing That's what true. it is uh, and, yeah. prestige and, the, and everything, yeah, probably prestige, wouldn't yeah. bat an eye. Uh, yeah. Not saying that they would be selling just as hot and not saying they'd be selling just as much, but, uh, mm-hmm. but like you wouldn't really think twice about an 18 year being that expensive, you know? Yeah. So the fact that they true. kept it at 155, I think is great. It's reasonable. Yeah. And uh, they actually recently put out a 21 year and I reached out to one of their brand ambassadors. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, not yet. He put it nicely. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, it's because all you said in the email was, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah. So he was, uh, he was like, we'll see about it. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your uh huh is like reminds me of like He's Wario. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or Waluigi. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, <laughs> the skinnier of the two. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. um, let's think about rating. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Hmm. Oh, I need to man the Brian rating. This needs to come from me personally. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, this is going to land at 8.0. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is bottom of the eights for me. I think okay. um, I almost think that maybe I liked my entry buzz more, which I didn't even mention was Oban 14. Nice. Um, like, I think this could, I if I had this in a blind with several other solid scotches i think mm-hmm. this might be like next to last ish okay yeah okay but would you do you normally prefer a, like a uh, finished scotch as opposed to this i do typically prefer okay. sherry scotches and sweeter mm-hmm. scotches yeah um i prefer a little higher proof scotches mm-hmm. um and um like uh what is it uh Aberlore abuna yeah, i don't know abuna, how baby but i hope it's mm-hmm. abuna no you're right abuna i like the buna um it's mm-hmm. just very very flavorful um yeah and this was a it the brininess made it a little unique and i thought that it was i thought that it was good um it's just that a lot of the other 
solid scotches I've had, I think punched a little above this. So I'll put it, gotcha. I'll put it at the bottom of the eights. Okay. I'm a little different. I still, I still dig this one. I love a nice fruity, crisp scotch. Uh, even though I can love an Abuna or something like that, I do love a nice crispy one. And I'm going to give this a 9.0 flat. Um, I dig it. I still wonder if the 16 years better won't know until someone helps me out. Um, but also I think it is very good. Uh, even potentially right at the cusp of hubba to what, um, fruitiness. So that's what I got this week. 9.0, 8.0 and 9.0. I like that. So I guess now that we've rated it, it might be time to go to our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. 103.44. Getting Instagram ready too. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Check this out. Okay. Actually, wait. Oh, there was something else. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to do. While we're on this call. Yeah. I'm going to Instagram on my computer, on my PC. I never got logged in. Ah. I never got logged in. <laughs> How do I do this? You might need the um, switch. Whatever. Log into an existing account. Okay, so chill, filtered podcast. Instagram name? Mm-hmm. That is correct. And um, any reason for me to not say the password right now over this microphone to you? Think so. Uh, I'm just gonna go for it. Hang on. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of the show is called Whiskey World News. We're gonna read an article that we did not write. We're just gonna read this article, and today's article came to me. Delivered to my inbox just hours ago from Wilderness Trail. Ooh. Wilderness Trail had a fun little shindig where they sold a 10-year version of their weeded mash bill. Nice. So they sent sent a fun little article talking about... Could you imagine? No, I know. Yeah, I bet it's real good. Oh, man. I do have the eight-year weeded Mm -hmm. that came out what two years ago no it wasn't two yeah. years ago it was less than a year ago so i think this was a special barrel anyway. stock yeah yeah but anyway the title is because didn't they start in 2014 they started well apparently this barrel was started in 2013 i don't know what the deal is but uh let me read this article it might answer some questions yeah the title of this article is 10 years to age 30 minutes to sell our wow. ten year our ten year weeded bourbon sells out in a half hour. So uh, the Wilderness Trails first release of ten year old bourbon uh, was sold at this uh, event that they just put on, and Wilderness Trail began barreling bourbon in 2013, and in 2023 they decided to release this ten year weeded bourbon as a bottled in bond, so it's a hundred proof. As one of Wilderness Trail's first barrels, this was distilled on the pot still in downtown Danville. When fermentation experts Shane Baker and Pat Heist, co-founders of Wilderness Trail mm-hmm. Distillery, started their distillery, they were devoted to making the first known sweet mash bottled and bond weeded bourbon in Kentucky since Prohibition. 
and by sweet mash they mean they didn't reuse any from a from a previous mm -hmm. run that's cool the barreling of this special barrel the distillery's second barrel ever made wow. coincided with the 80th anniversary of the repeal of prohibition and 10 years later the release of the release commemorated the 90th anniversary of the repeal keeping with this theme the 10-year bottle was housed in a rustic cedar box inspired by the smugglers crates of the prohibition era Nice. so it was their second barrel that they ever That's so cool barreled yeah i know mm. i wonder what the deal with that first barrel is i bet they mm. they left it i bet it's still going <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah i can imagine what is the price of that bottle even though it's already sold um i'll have to dig in an older email they didn't say it mm. in today's email but um i'm pretty sure it was not crazy i i think yeah. it was something on the order of 80 to 120 i i think it i think it was My perfectly goodness, i would spend that any day <clears throat> and and now keep in mind this was a single barrel yeah only sold at the distillery so mm. you had to go to the event i don't know if yeah you had to line up in uh they're in they're in not greenville what's the word um they're in um uh, maybe it is greenville um, i don't know i'll have to google that too uh, oh, in. I was totally wrong. Um, the cost of the cost uh -huh. of the box, the the cost of the bottle and cedar box engraved with Wilderness Trail is two hundred and eighty plus tax. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, but like, okay, I would if I was there, I I mm. totally would have been like, hey, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Get this. <laughs> so so here's my thing about Wilderness Trail. I was literally thinking about them today. They are a distillery that has always done it right. They've never sourced. They've always aged minimum four years. They of they they start their own thing from like their own yeast strain. Like they, I if okay, and I think you agree with me on this. They're the science. If I guy. were to yeah, if I were to rep any smaller distillery, it would be Wilderness Trail. Like if I were oh, to yeah. say, you can always trust them. They are put, they are going to be the next big thing, um, to be honest. Like I think, especially for a non non distilling producer, they are the next big thing. And they've yeah. never been a sourcer. They've never been anything like that. I think I would. I might even think about throwing down two eighty for a ten year whiskey, um, because it's Wilderness Trail, and I have a feeling there we haven't heard the last of older aged yeah like you said who knows what barrel one is doing right now i yeah. have a feeling we haven't heard the last of a decently aged wilderness trail because 10 years isn't that crazy buffalo trace wild turkey uh heaven hill they could put out Russell's. a 10 year any day yeah russ yeah. like what well, yeah, yeah they could put out a 10 year any day wilderness trail has only been open for less than 15 years and for them to put out a, a 10 year is a big deal and I've never had a wilderness trail I didn't like. Um, and they don't source. And so that's so cool to me. Yeah. I think they deserve the the honor that this is uh, and, and the honor of our praise um, because they're doing things great over there. And they're so sciencey. And they're like, yeah. they've been, I mean, before they even started as a whiskey company, they were selling yeast to whiskey companies. Because and they breweries. were so, yeah, and breweries because they were so good at it. Uh, Firm Solutions, I think it was called, or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, but, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, they are in Danville. I think you Danville, said that. Danville, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, anyway, I couldn't agree more. I love these guys. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. loved these guys ever since they were, I think they were just behind knob Creek as like mm-hmm. some of my first loves first whiskey loves. Yeah. And, um, that rye, I can't get enough. I went out of my way to acquire a nice. seven year cask strength yeah. rye, the, the straight rye. And, and it was their oldest rye bottling to date when i bought it because it was like it 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 was a single barrel from somebody named one man wolfpack i have no idea Uh uh, who that is but uh apparently he's a big deal and um and yeah they uh they they let him have their oldest rye barrel yeah um, that that they'd ever bottled at the time um they are owned by campari now that's right yeah so just fingers crossed single barrel for chill filter single barrel one day yeah. might be a little harder yeah fingers crossed that you know the ship keeps sailing the same way it's sailing totally. not even now that they're owned by campari but i, mean, I have a feeling any, they will be could happen yeah that would hurt though if they like suddenly went downhill that but would. wild turkey's still doing great things they're just more expensive great things right the premium lines so, are like i mean did you hear that next year's master's 15? keep is like oh it's like five hundred bucks. Or stupid. That's what I think of that. I uh, this. Just I wonder what their fifteen year is going to run for, though. Yeah, I know. They're right. putting out a Russell's fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, I did not confirm this, but um, you know, yeah. the the newest Masters Keep was like three hundred this year, I think. But and then I I I heard I heard that mm. next year's is five hundred. That's so dumb. Yeah. And it's not even that good. Like Masters Keeps can be great, but they're not like five hundred dollars worth. I'll tell you that right now. Come on, Campari, you Italians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being Italian. Stick but. to the aperitifs mm-hmm. and the herbal liqueurs. <laughs> and the and the what is it, Amaros and stuff. Come yeah. on. <laughs> so um no, that's good. How uh let's talk about uh what whiskey would you choose? Ah, uh, yes, let's talk about what whiskey would you choose. So last time, what whiskey would you choose? We put it down to a vote. We asked, what whiskey would you share at your New Year's party? That New Year's party that you're totally going to go to, uh, which was the party. thing that we talked about earlier that I was like, oh, uh-huh. I'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. My, my New Year's party, which I was going to bring Peregrine to, ended yeah. up ended up falling apart. I like think like, everyone was like, don't come. No, no, not like that. Uh-huh. Uh, the the guy whose house it was at rob uh he was like he was like hey so we've had five couples cancel in the last like hour and there's so many people sick and there's so many people with covid and everything that Mm. they were like let's just let's just cancel it sounded like almost everybody canceled so he was like nah just don't come it's no big deal so i have now you don't have covid i know yeah right feeling good and you got more peregrine yeah i know right (laughs) i'll share i'll share with them eventually um, but so what whiskey did you share at your new year's party? I said, found North Peregrine. You said Nulu cast strength rye, particularly the, which pick, uh, the liquor barn pick, uh, liquor barn. So you won more yeah. people would rather share Nulu rye at their new year's yes, party. So. Although um, I didn't like mine on my new year's party. It was oh, yeah. way too grassy. grassy. It was like pure moan grass moan down i want a sample of that because i need to oh, know your way yeah. i need to yeah. know what that tastes like but no, uh, yeah so i've never good. had a i've never had an herbal at all newly no. rice 
pure grass. It was Crazy. weird. And I love Nulu Rise. But yeah, it was a weird one. Nulu, I've only ever known Nulu to be MGP, but does every Nulu have to be MGP? Is there any chance know. that that Nulu is actually sourced outside of MGP? I don't know. Yeah. I wonder afterwards you should check it out mm. and see if it says where it was distilled then. Kind of interesting. Yeah. But anyway, you won 62.38, so pretty hefty margin there. Nice. And when prompted with the question of what whiskey would you bring to that New Year's party, we got a response from Marco NAZ. Nice. He says Larceny A123, which was Fred Minnick's number three whiskey number of the three, year. baby. <laughs> whiskey Drinking Panda says Jack 10-year batch nice. two. It's oh, good to hear from you. Whiskey Drinking Panda. I think it's Joey. Joey. That's Joey. That's freaking Joey. We love Joey. Freaking. Jack, freaking 10, Joey. Jack 10 year batch two and the 12 year and the barrel strength rye store pick from nice Spanish. so a very jack new year's for whiskey mm -hmm. drinking panda and all the and Love all it. his panda friends yeah paul clarkson <clears throat> took weller 12 to his new year's party nice weller 12 weller 12 Good choice and ben klepsig mag madtown marketer octomore 14.4 sounded like santa was good to ben klepsig this year yeah and that that's it. good. All right. For this week, we have a fun new question. And we're always all ears to new feedback on what ways we can make more engagement with our listeners uh, and to replace the segment with random things here and there. But this week, we have one fun thing. What is one of your favorite uh, finishing barrels uh, for whiskey? Uh, whether it be cognac or sherry or port or something like that, or ex bourbon, for example. Um, and then what is a whiskey that defines that finish for you? So anything come to your mind, Brian? It does. Uh, and I suddenly realized that uh, I only had one thing come to my mind and it nice. came to my mind immediately. So, so I know it's, thing. so I know it's the mm -hmm. right pick. And that thing is sherry. Nice. Sherry butts. Love, love sherry butts. Love the sherry butts. Love that sherry's butt. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, what? Are we talking about the same thing? All sorry, right. sorry, anyway. sorry. <laughs> uh, sherry, sherry butts, sherry butts. And, mm -hmm. you know, man, like, I'm going to be honest here. As much as I want to say found North Batch 8, which I love, mm -hmm. love, love. Oh, yeah. Sauternay. Uh, turn. There you go. You got it. The mm -hmm. first thing that came to my mind when I thought about finish sherry and mm. then what bottle was Sagamore, Sagamore rye sherry finish. Mm. Nice. They they uh, they came out with a couple different finishes. I think they had like a port and a sherry and a nice. cognac, maybe maybe an Armagnac too, but co mm -hmm. cognac for sure. Um, but sherry, Sagamore rye is just. Nice. It's just perfect. It's the best part of MGP nice. rye, and it's the best part of sherry casks married in, in one bottle. I love it. Nice. I like that. For me, um, I think my favorite is so far as port, but some people can do it wrong. Uh, I like a nice, sweet, velvety uh, thing, whether it be a bourbon or, or, a, or, even, a, or even a scotch. Um but one that comes to mind that is very port appreciative is one called Art of Spirits. You ever heard of this? No. 
it's it's out of Colorado, I think, and it's mostly like military um, supporting. Uh, but it's called Art of Spirits, and they did a port finish years ago that I picked up at a Clicks uh, Liquor in Fountain, Colorado. Or no, Falcon? No, it was Fountain. Fountain and Falcon. There's they're near Colorado Springs, but it was Fountain. Uh, and it was delicious. Um, mm. One of the best uh, finished bourbons I've ever had was um, their port finished. It was so velvety, so nice. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I'm going to say uh, port and art of spirits, and I'll send you the picture. Nice. Um, Did I send you a mm-hmm. sample of the World Whiskey Society I think port finished 10-year weeded bourbon? You might have. Uh, I yeah. think you sent, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I hope I did. If I didn't, yeah. I will. Um, no, you I, did. It actually is clicking right now. You did. It's like, mm. it's one of the best share it nice. bottles I've ever had. Uh, nice. That's like, everyone needs to try this because it's so unique and nice. so jammy, jammy fruit. It's like, cool. it's like 102 proof, I think, or 103 mm-hmm. proof. And it's a uh, 10 year weeded bourbon, uh, uh, finished in port nice. distilled in oklahoma if you can believe nice. it. yeah and uh and the wheat contribution is like 45 percent. so it's a, oh, it's wow. a very high wheat yeah that's cool it's, it's it's really really neat i gotta check it out yeah um and with that what are we drinking next week have we even discussed this yet no we didn't let me look up my list my listy list. What about um what about what about like uh what about that George T. Stag from 2022? Oh, dang, yeah, sure. Coming in hard. But well, we can put yeah. that up against something hopefully comparable. Why wait? Yeah. What um, is comparable to that? Dang. I know, right? <laughs> uh maybe no no how about we take out george c stag for another week but we throw in elijah craig barrel proof c923 against something perfect. else yeah. yeah yeah that'd be great maybe um let's see any good rise what about okay we'll put that we'll put elijah craig barrel proof c923 against the jack daniels twice barreled rye yeah Sounds great. I feel like that's like uh they're both hot right now. Yeah, for sure. So hot right now. So okay, we'll put that up as our two pick Tuesday this week. Keep an eye out for what whiskey would you choose Wednesday? We love to hear your feedback. We love to hear all your input, guys. Uh, but I guess that's it. I and I hope uh you guys are enjoying our um the reentry buzz episodes. So uh we'll be doing one after this, recording one after this, and we'll yeah. be having a good time. But I hope um Hope our listeners are enjoying what they hear. I feel like I was a little more uh, hyper this week, which is not always a bad thing. Um, sometimes it brings me out of myself. So uh, <laughs> I hope our, our listeners enjoyed and didn't think we were meandering too much. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope the YouTube viewers really enjoyed yeah. watching my cat up here. <laughs> just like just going to town, just cleaning yeah. and licking like the whole episode. I don't I didn't even don't, notice myself. Think- don't think I didn't notice. I know that like <laughs> I, I want to see your comments. Like, what the hell is that cat doing up there? Yeah. yeah. And I, I hope our listeners and, and viewers can also keep commenting as they always do on our 
Instagram page or our YouTube channel or anything like that. I hope, I hope feel that free to do they so. Also, reach out and ask to join the Discord server because we'd yeah. love to grow Dude, that. We community. got that. Uh, we got the uh, your bourbon drinking buddy. No, your 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 um, drinking your your drinking buddy. Yep. Yep. I got it right. Yeah, yeah he yeah. joined. Yep. He's Listen. famous. Why not join too? So yeah, reach out to us if you want to join our Discord. It's not that hard to figure it out. So yeah. Uh, but most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. Uh, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Uh, oh, hell, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, it's all good. All right, you ready? Uh, yeah. Where are we at? Twenty-five.